Hello, all you lovely people. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve, the podcast where we bite the apple. All right. You know, that's still my favorite sound. It never gets old. <laughs> How are ya? I'm doing fabulous, darling. Are you really? I am. Actually, today, actually, I'm... Actually, I, right, because the other day you were in a real bad mood, yeah. so... Yeah, I'm doing good. You had I'm, to get I'm your very, crystals out. I did. I had to get my crystals out. And I'm like, no, I'm excited because we have we have a guest on. Yeah, we're going to, before we start blabber, like blabbing, we're going to go ahead and introduce, to, introduce you to our guest. So why don't you do that, Adam? Uh, Miss Andrew. Drew Vu, aka Drew Vu. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Drew Vu. It is yes. Drew Vu is in the house. How we do? That was my name. I'm jealous of your name. I know. Like Adam Ridgeway is so boring. So <laughs> the funny thing is, is that I have only kind of recently started going by Drew. Just out oh, and really? about, people come up and they're like, "Oh, Drew," and I'm like, "Okay, I guess this is my persona now." So Drew. And Drew I feel Vu. like when I spell your name in text messages, I have to spell. Like D R U, everyone does. It's your Instagram. Like. Yeah. So, <laughs> my best friend Jesse and I don't know how to break it to him. Spells my name A N D R U, and I am not quite sure if he thinks that's <laughs> the sure. actual spelling. Well, if he listens about, to this, I think so Jesse, this is how I'm alerting you that you are and have been spelling my name. Desperately and incorrectly wrong. <laughs> Take notes, ma'am. Take notes, okay, and get it together. Um, well, Drew, <laughs> Drew Vu, <laughs> why don't you give the people a little snippet about yourself? So I live in Los Angeles, yes. born and raised, uh, born in Hawaii, and then moved to LA when I was about three years old. Oh, nice. So raised out here, which is quite rare. Yeah, it is actually. I currently work in marketing, uh, specifically media. I work at an ad agency and I oversee media strategy for one of the largest e-commerce brands in the United States. I cannot disclose Uh who, but it definitely, (laughs) you know, takes up my Monday through Friday. And yeah, I love living in Los Angeles. It's, you know, my favorite city and I love going to the beach. I know. (laughs) I mean... What else is there about me? Yeah. I love fitness and working out. It's definitely my passion. Yeah, you're hardcore. Mm-hmm. You're like early, As early, early the LA boys right. do. <laughs> I'm literally, yeah, there's nothing special about me. <laughs> I'm like, as most of the gay LA no, boys No, no, but do. you know, we, we met Drew. Um, uh, I met Drew first, I guess. No, um, I actually met Drew before. Well, you. you did, yeah. But we didn't really become friends. We would say hi mm. and, and stuff. It was like at the uh, chapel. Yeah. 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 It's like at the chapel. And then I met him through mutual friends at a party. And mm-hmm. then we kind of like connected really a lot at the beach the following day. Mm-hmm. And we've just been great friends ever since. Yeah. It all it's happened. It's been over. like a whole like couple months. Yeah. <laughs> it happened <laughs> really quickly. I just remember being at the beach and, you know, you and George, your mm-hmm. roommate was there and... I was with my friends, but I was like, I only want to hang out with these two guys. Like, they're so fun. I, and like, literally, normally, I'd be like, okay, who's this person? Right. Why is he lingering? But like, I didn't mind. You are like, normally like that. I normally, normally I'm like the welcoming yeah. one, and you're just like, I'm like, okay, are, are we done talking people? to this person yeah. now? <laughs> I didn't feel that way though. You would have known. I'm me. so glad. <laughs> yeah, because normally he is like that. Um, I know that's good because like we, one of the new things that we've been trying to do when we have a guest is to like try to figure out where we met. You know, 
Yeah, because sometimes we're like, where did we meet? I know. This Normally, like years know. ago, you yeah. know, it's like sometimes we, you know, yeah. especially I meet people through you, Stephen. So it's well, like, normally I can't remember why I know them. Yeah. So because like, I usually just talk to anybody. You do like literally just random people. <laughs> <on the street. laughs> like, hey, you come here. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, let's see what's going on in the neighborhood. Like, yeah, what's, um, what's what's new? Well, LA is open. Yes. We we have to talk about that. I know. I mean, our last episode was about us being excited that it's going to open. Right. And now we experienced it, and it was it was just such a delightful weekend. We had our really first was. like weekend of being open. Yeah. And we are tired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just weekend one of the summer. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna make it through the summer like this. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna make it through the month. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Because Friday know, night, um, we Wait. ended up at Revolver Friday night for the first time in like over a year. And um, it was just so funny. Like we walk in and like my go-go boys were there. Mm. Some of the same ones. I was like, all right, bitch, you kept your body together. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah. Um, it was a good feeling when we walked in. It was. I, like I, I definitely had uh, a lot of flashbacks of... Great times, also some blackouts <laughs> already surfaced. <laughs> some twerking on the side. Some twer- I'm like, oh, I used to twerk over there and twerk there. And twerk. <laughs> no, it was, it was, I, I was like cheesing the whole time when we walked in. And smiling yeah, at first I just kept looking around and yeah. like waving at people and saying hi. Yeah. And, you know, realize how many new people there are in West Hollywood. Oof. But you guys went to Avita, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm jealous of your guys' Friday night because that sounds fun. We went to Avita, which. Usually I have a good time, question mark. Mm. I don't really remember. It's too crowded all the time. It's ridiculous. So we get there. We walk from George's boyfriend's house. Um, it's about two blocks. And we just hear the crowd from half a mile away. Yeah. And Crazy. we're getting texts like, where are you? The line is so long. We're like, come on. Like, you're being dramatic. We get there. And the line is literally wrapped around two blocks of Avita. That's crazy. And people are swarming, trying to get to the front of the line. Luckily, we are sneaky and sly. Y'all cut. We cut. 99% of the (laughs) (laughs) Am I proud of it? No. Did we do it? Absolutely. Did I have a good time? Be proud of it. You didn't have to stand in fucking a two-hour line. I guess I'm proud of it. But yeah, that happened. I left maybe after two hours. It was just really hot. Dua Lipa showed up. Yeah, like I was a little bit jealous of that. I'm not going to lie. Were you though? Because it was real bad in there. It was pretty. I mean, I was not jealous of the crowd and everything though, but it would have been a little bit cool. But she didn't sing though. I know, that was that kind of. She should have been like, don't show up. (laughs) Just a little, (laughs) a little, a little something, something. Right? She was like, hey, hey. You know, she does her little ad libs that she does, right? She Um, came on stage for maybe five seconds and was like happy pride and everyone freaked out and then left. So that was the extent of her Dua Lipa performance or, you know, I heard Adam Lambert was with her too. I did not see. I saw that on the Instagram. I think she posted it. Yeah. Like he was with her. There was like lingering rumors that Lady Gaga was going to do a born this way performance. That never happened. My, during my time there, I don't know if it happened Mm -hmm. afterwards. No, it didn't happen because we would have seen it online. Yeah. You know, didn't and for, for people who listen and don't know what Abita is, I guess it's 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 a club called Nightingale mm-hmm. that right. they do a night every, and I think it used to be like once a month. I guess it's starting back up on a Friday where it's like a, a gay night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have yeah. performances and drags and 
you know, all that stuff. And I was shocked to hear that Dua Lipa was there. When George told me that and he was texting me that, I'm like, this bitch is making shit up. Right, yeah, I was like the same thing. <laughs> but you know what? Evita is real LA. Mm-hmm. It's that. Like, you get, you know, your drag queens, a lot of the RuPaul girls, all kinds of them. And you get, like, your go-go's boys, girls. You get performance. Like, it's really, yeah. like, a party. Mm-hmm. But it is just crowded yeah. and you cannot move and it's miserable. I, well, I've had fun there before. Right. It's just crowded. It just attracts a lot of different types of yeah. people because, one, the price point is ridiculously low. It's $5 to get in and it's yeah. free before Except for a if you want to drink, though. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Try getting a drink, girl. Okay. Right. Ooh, she'll charge you get 15 bucks yeah. and it's like a cocktail size, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even... <laughs> Even talk to me about the line to the bars. It's oh, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I can't. I can only imagine what it was like that. Just seeing people's like like stuff on Instagram. I'm like, damn. Yeah, absurd. A lot. It's like so. I was okay with our decision with me Revolver. Too. Yeah, me too. But we used to be like. Like we were like revolver fangirls. Oh, it's my like, favorite. It was yeah. just it's like it's one fun. of the best mm-hmm. gay bars in West Hollywood. It's it's although there was a lot of women there. Not that I know not not in the women. first half. Second yeah. half, it was not as. <clears throat> I think they all went to chapel. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Or we Abby. tried going to chapel, Abby, and it was just yeah. filled with straight people. Well, it now felt that like f- a gay night. I mean, like a straight night mm-hmm. for some reason when we were there. Now that Flaming Saddles is oh, right. dead that's in the really, dust, yeah, they got to go somewhere. That's true. I think they couldn't get into like Pump and Tom Tom or something. <laughs> so they were like, let's just go into Abbey. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, Friday was fun. And then Saturday, we all had a big night on Saturday. Yeah. Big day. Yeah. yeah. It, well, I didn't do anything in the daytime per se. Did we? The, no. No, I hung out we at your like place for a little out, bit. But you guys, you went to the, the W, the pool? Yeah, I went to the W pool party for pride weekend and it was fun i had a good time lots of people definitely yeah like reached their capacity limit for sure but it was fun i love that venue it's a good indoor and outdoor for people that kind of want both so Mm -hmm. yeah had a good time got a lot of sun um i called it relatively early just because i know what was coming up for the rest (laughs) of my night so i was good and went home and took a nap so yeah, had a relatively good time there. For yeah. sure. We just ended up at, we went to <clears throat> Reload, which is in Hollywood, which yeah. is typically starts at 3 a.m., but it it's started at, we've ever oh been. my God, it started at nine, and I think we opened the club doors. <laughs> so <laughs> we got there at like 10 30, like 11. <laughs> we're like, but there was we're like, here. I mean, it's like 30 <laughs> people in there or something. Yeah, but you know what? The music was good from the job. Yeah, it was really so good. So I'll, I'll say that. And it was kind of nice to be there. Where you still had some cool air before mm. all the people got in because got really hot. when when the people got there, oh, she turned into a hot box. Like sauna. Yeah. It was like literally walked in and it was like by the time you got there, Drew, yeah. it was just it was it was so, it was not like that before. Like everybody yeah. showed up from GPS. So Drew went to GPS. I went to GPS. Which was downtown. Do you know for the longest time I didn't know what GPS stood for? You told me, but I forgot already. Like gay party Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, GPS. I literally was like, "It's just, they tracking us here, right? <laughs> what, what is this? Right? Well, that's what you would think." But GPS is fun. Yeah, GPS. Is it's really it's fun. typically fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I had a great time. It was kind of like a culmination of yeah. the. I felt the end of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I saw people that I hadn't seen in a year and a half, which is crazy, right? Yeah, felt yeah. like coming home, kind of. Yeah. yeah. 
as weird yeah. as that might sound. <laughs> but everybody to the Globe to be, Theater right. in downtown. Right. right, but everybody, even at Reload, everybody just seemed to be happy yeah. and in a good energy. mood. And the just energy was dancing. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was happy. I mean, it's the first weekend we're open. And I know? didn't really see that like debauchery like you normally do. Yeah. Like Everybody just seemed to be more excited to be out and see people and dance and... Mm-hmm. You know, just have a good time. And be really sweaty and grind up on each other, basically. Yeah. I guess because <laughs> really sweaty. Uh, I remember when I hit the wall, though. We were outside, and I was like, "I'm done." Yeah. Oh, I was with go. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We had just gotten there, me and George, <laughs> yeah. and they were like, "All right, we're gonna call our Uber." I go, "Okay, <laughs> enjoy." In our defense, yeah. it was like four thirty. Yeah, in the we had morning. been there for like six hours. <laughs> you I was guys, like, I've been at reload way too long. <laughs> right. I was like, I have two steps yeah. for a very long yeah. time. <laughs> you guys had every excuse yeah. to go home when you did. Yeah. yeah. So kudos to you. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was to prepare for Sunday Funday, our first Sunday Funday bag. <laughs> right. I, mean, I I was looking forward to Sunday more than any. Like me too. Ever since I moved here, you know, when I spent like eight years now. He's like, when I was just a child. Like I, I like Sunday Funday, like was like my favorite thing. It was just like it. Mm-hmm. I, I've never been anywhere that does it like L.A. You mm-hmm. know, and it was just I couldn't wait. And, yeah. it, and it, it, did it was not finally disappoint. it did not. It I had was fun. so much fun. The music was good at the chapel. Yeah. Like good yeah. crowd. Yeah, it was a good time. I know everybody had their cute little outfits mm-hmm. on. It was real cute. Yeah. It was fun. But um, yeah, I heard a little bit the next day. And mm-hmm. oh, I've heard all week. Still, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm still, still hurting a little bit. Recovering. <laughs> This wine is helping a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, what else is going on? So we we talked about our weekend. Everybody's like, okay, shut the fuck up. But we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Britney Spears. She testified in her conservatorship Mm -hmm. hearing yesterday. And I think we all feel a little sorry for her. Right. Common consensus is. Yeah. I mean, good for her for finally speaking up. I mean, it's been a while. I feel bad for her. Long time coming. Let this woman live her life. Yeah. Uh, I mean,. I think the most interesting thing that I found just from the audio recordings that have been leaked online is how well-spoken she is. I know. That's true. Because the image that her social media team is blasting all across her Instagram profile is not what I was listening to Mm -hmm. on these audio messages. So it's really interesting to listen to that dichotomy Mm -hmm. of... Well, I've said it. And I'll say it again. I think that Instagram is used against her. I mm. think they allow her to post those dance videos because she looks a little, mm, mm. you know, when I'm, yeah, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. And they are kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, it doesn't, I, I don't think it's in her favor. You know what I mean? And so, but even with that being said, I'm, she's an adult. Mm-hmm. If she wants to have control of her life and her money, and it seems like everybody's there because she's a cash cow. Mm-hmm. And I think that a judge needs to fire all the people and put somebody professional, financial to help her that doesn't have a stake in her life, her family, mm-hmm. entertainment. Something like that because mm-hmm. she's been filled. Like, who's there to help her? Who's there to like truly guide her with her interest at heart? Yeah, it, it makes me sad. It, yeah, it makes me very Absolutely. sad. Absolutely, you know. But I'm glad she said something and me too. she's speaking up finally. Hopefully, it's gonna. I mean, things are gonna have to change. I mean, we were like, you know, we were talking about this earlier. We're in just in a a day and age where you can't really ignore things like this anymore. It's just so it's mm-hmm. out there. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it kind of ties into what we'll be talking about today, but like, like social media in general, just like yeah. puts all of it out there that you can't really get away from it. So you have to make some type of change yeah. to satisfy society. Otherwise it's just, 
Well, I hope she be gets chaos. Some, somebody coming to help mm-hmm. because it's really sad. Like I was reading somewhere, and I don't know if everything we read is true, but this girl makes millions of dollars, and they were saying that they give her $2,000 a week for a, allowance. Insane, yeah. It's like, how am I making that much money? Are you going to give me $2,000 a yeah. week? Bitch, I wish you would. Like, yeah. like <clears throat> they would yeah. have to put me somewhere because I would have <laughs> gone, <laughs> gone crazy, like yeah. for real. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know. It makes me sad. Yeah. Free Britney. Hashtag Free Britney. Free Britney. Hashtag Free Britney. <clears throat> Where was the, there was another thing. Oh, yeah. So we had uh, the Raiders uh, defense back or liner. I don't know. <laughs> You're trying, trying to act like you know I made football. A He's a football player. Uh, He's a defense and I made a note. <laughs> <laughs> I made a note. Defense liner back. <laughs> what roll. that means, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if it's not like tennis or gymnastic or like ice skating, yeah. something I don't watch. It's not Simone Biles. <laughs> No, you don't care. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he plays for the Raiders, the LA, uh, no, Las Vegas, Las Vegas Ra- Raiders. He came out as gay. Mm. And um, congratulations to him. Mm. And it's, I mean, it was great. Like his video was pretty awesome. And it wasn't like attention seeking. It was just like, I'm gay. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. He gave a donation, right? Yeah, $100,000 to the Trevor Project, which mm. is phenomenal. Yeah. Mm. And over overall, I've seen nothing but positive support, and I think he's the first player in the NFL to do so, like active player to do that. And I think it's great. I mean, there's a lot of people that will probably be influenced by that. Maybe a lot of younger people also coming up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's like super important when things like that happen. I don't think people realize, like yeah. you know, <clears throat> when we were younger, that wasn't. No. happening as as often as it happens now where people are coming out and being so open about it. Yeah. And it's very important for, for the new generation. Absolutely. Very brave, mm-hmm. you know? And it doesn't hurt that he's a really good looking guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's 6'7". <six>, <laughs> right? I'm like, can I climb you, please? <laughs> Do I need a ladder? <laughs> right? Like, let me see something real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Grab me that step stool. Right? Like, come here. Uh, uh, so I just thought that was pretty awesome. And like I said, the support seems to be great. The memes are hilarious, though. Like, all the memes yes. are so funny. Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> uh, a good thing, though. Yep. We, are, we are making steps, aren't we, people? We are. The gays are going to take over one day. Happy Pride, y'all. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. We are living up this pride, though, aren't we? Like, <laughs> that <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay, real quick, before up. we like go into the episode, like, literally, how many Pride weekends are we going to have? I know. Because last weekend was technically Pride. Like the dates were and the weekend before that, and then and then this that well yeah I guess the weekend before that was the actual yeah. pride this and then the following weekend which was this whatever the it it was like a, a pseudo pride because like we were finally like open so people right. were just like claiming their parties were a pride party but it wasn't actually pride weekend in yeah. LA anymore but there are parties being marketed as pride this parties coming up this weekend. weekend this weekend yeah, well. that's what I was gonna say so, like another like. Is it just one of those girls that celebrates her birthday all month? Yeah. And yeah. Everyone's just. I mean, I ain't mad at it. it. Yeah. I mean, hey. it's marketing. Yeah. We didn't have one last year. So yeah, let's we're going to make up for four it. weekends of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're doing a month. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm here for <clears> it. Well, with that being said, we should probably get into the meat of our episode. We should. Yeah. Ooh, the meat. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of wanted to hit you all with, um, since we have Drew here as our guest, we want to talk a little bit about like social media and mental health and kind of like... How it all ties into each other yeah. and like what... 
I don't know. Like what you're putting out there mm-hmm. as opposed to like who you are, what you're trying to get out of it. Because mm-hmm. for the most part, all of us are on social media, right? And during the pandemic, I mean, that's how we all pretty much kind of kept in touch with mm-hmm. each other for the mm-hmm. most part, right? Yeah. So um, like we all use it differently, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. we all take a little bit out of it in different ways and put things out there and not necessarily everything you put out there is like who you are, but... What do you want out of it? Like, so, Drew, like, what's your story? Like, how do you use social media? Like, Instagram mainly? Yeah, so I currently have Instagram and Twitter. And something to note is that I took about a year off from social media. So the current active account that I have on Instagram is new, about a year old. Okay. So I deleted my previous one just because it was getting to be more of a hindrance than anything else in my life. I was finding that I was investing a little bit too much of my time and getting distracted into posting and making sure that I was consistent when I have a full-time job social mm. media within itself, these influencers that do this on a daily basis. That's a full-time job. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So I felt myself losing sight of my career trajectory and my goals and my objectives that I've set out for myself long-term and short-term. So I kind of made the decision just on top of, you know, something else that was going on in my life to kind of call it quits. Um, so I took a break for an extended period of time away from social media for a year. And honestly, it was very freeing and it felt good. And it just, you go, you get into this habit of when you're out and about or with, when you're with your friends and you're having fun to take out your phone and start recording. But when I took that break, I really was able to enjoy the moment Mm -hmm, and live in the now. Mm -hmm. So I do miss parts of it, but there are definitely benefits obviously that come out of social media. There's you know, potential exposure, there's opportunities that come, you know, if, you know, someone right Mm -hmm. sees what you're posting and likes your content. So I get it. There's pros and cons to it, but I think the topic that I personally wanted to discuss today is, you know, the facade sometimes and the imposter syndrome, if you will, of what you are putting out there to the public and internally the struggles like how they perceive that exactly you and how you perceive yourself so yeah that's well social media for one i always say that they it can be amazing and it can also be the devil Mm -hmm. because we live in a time and age where kids who are coming up they are growing up in age where they see social media as a viable job source, mm-hmm. right? Like you can be an influencer, you can be even like gamers and all these things that didn't exist when I was a kid mm-hmm. coming up. Like I would never be like, oh, I want to be an influencer when I grow up and make a lot of money or I want to have a YouTube channel and make a lot of money. <clears throat> it is very much that for them. And so you see people doing a lot of things and they're making money off of doing things that you're like, really? Mm. Like you are making a lot of money because you talk about X, Y, and Z, Mm. which is like nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I think it a lot of times push people to make certain content 
and kind of go out of their way and not live in the moment. Right. You know, but then it can, it can also be a rabbit hole to where like you're just worried about how many likes you got and who looked at your picture and mm. and who didn't and you, and I I don't know. So for me, I don't I post, we should probably post a little bit more because we have this podcast. I know. We're really bad at that. That's when when you said it's like it's like a full-time job mm-hmm. in a sense, like it is. Like we talk about wanting to promote this more, but it's like it's just when you already are working full time, yeah. it is a big effort. It is. Right. If, we, if I had 40 hours extra a week to like focus strictly on the podcast yeah, and not be, sleep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just, it, w- it would be a different story. But I, I mean, I'm the same way in the sense that like I don't really, I, I understand what people are doing on Instagram. I understand, you know, that you, you have your social media, Drew, and you, you know, put yourself out there in a certain way and you're promoting yourself. And I don't knock that. I think it's great. Like, do, do you, I have, do you Drew boo, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I'm really bad at it. Like, I just don't, I'm not good. I don't even know what I would be like. I mean, like Steven said, the podcast is something we could actually promote when it comes to myself. Like I I just don't, I don't really post much. I'm Mm -hmm. not good at it. Sometimes it messes with me a little bit more mentally when I post more things Mm -hmm. than, than not posting more yeah. things, you know? And that's kind of what triggered that year-long break for me a while ago is that I was losing sight of my real life. Mm. Right. So I was not focused on what I really needed to be focusing on. And I was so invested in getting the best pictures and, mm-hmm. you know, interacting with people. And not to say that that's not what I'm doing now, but I definitely have found a balance between Mm. what I want to portray on social media as well as, you know, staying focused on my career path Mm. and my friends and my family and my loved ones and making sure that I'm (coughs) allocating my attention accordingly. Right. Because I feel like sometimes what you post is a lot of times what people go off of and they think that's who you are. Completely. Yeah. You know? So I will touch on that. So, and I will caveat by saying that I don't have this huge following by any means. Um, It's something that is definitely growing, but I'm not sitting here with like a million plus followers Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, So, yeah. So uh, something about me is that I struggle pretty severely with mental health and my anxiety has been prevalent in my life for as long as I can remember. And I wasn't actually diagnosed until probably about two years ago by a professional. So my whole life, I just grew up thinking that I was just this really nervous kid. So I grew up playing soccer and I was really involved in athletics. So before every game, I just remember freaking out and getting so nervous that I was going to mess up or something was going to go wrong or I wasn't going to be, you know, perfect that game or whatever. And academics, I would just tense up before every single test. Mm. So I just thought I chalked it up to just me being a really stressed out kid and my parents did too. So I think as I grew up, came out, grew into my adulthood and I kind of got a better grip on who I was as an individual and started focusing a little bit more on mental health and doing my research on it, I kind of found pretty quickly that I have had anxiety my entire life. So that kind of plays into this social media narrative because when I go out, 
I meet people, obviously, mm. and certain some individuals know me from Instagram or Twitter, and they'll come up and they'll introduce themselves. And you know, if you know me, um, my closest friends are always like, "Drew, why are you so weird when people compliment you?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know how to take a compliment." And it has so much to do with how I perceive myself and how I view myself personally, and my self esteem, and my anxiety, mm-hmm. my mental health, and I just don't know how to react. I'm always so weird. I'm like, um, uh, okay, I'm the same way. <laughs> let's let's talk yeah. about something else. I say that every single time. Mm. And my best friend Jesse, to bring him up again, he's always like, you can just say thank you yeah. and move on with it. So yeah, it's this weird disposition of what I put online. My social media is very much so fitness oriented. I'm in speedos, ninety percent of everything I post. <laughs> And I meet these people and I think they expect me to be so boisterous and outgoing and exuberant and social and they meet me and I'm relatively reserved, I would say, when compared to my larger group of friends. So it's interesting because people I can tell like want to like pull so much out Mm. of me from, you know, a social aspect. And I'm just sitting over here like, oh no, this is... They probably see like this social confident person in your Instagram, you know, because you are at places with friends and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. they probably infer, yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. people infer. Because like if somebody doesn't know you and all they they get from you is your Instagram, then they're just going to take liberties into thinking who you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So putting a label, I mean... they do it. They've been doing it with celebrities yeah. forever. It's mm-hmm. just like they decide who people are without even meeting them. Yeah. yeah, that's why if I was a celebrity, I would be like Beyonce. I would just post <laughs> pictures and I wouldn't say shit to nobody. Like you know what? I ain't gonna respond to none of y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it is. It, it's like like I was saying, we were having this conversation, and um, <clears throat> on my Instagram, I just post mostly fun stuff. It's like. Pictures of us out having mm. a good time. You know, if you want to see Adam, he's on my Instagram because he doesn't post on his own. Um, you guys should just part. get a shared account. <laughs> well, we do. Right, we do now. Yeah, well, <laughs> the podcast. podcast, I guess. Um, but there used to be this one guy that I used to talk to and I thought he was cool and I wouldn't have mind going out with him, but like he just was always like so like um, reluctant mm-hmm. because he thought I was just like, this, all I did was party, party, party. And yeah. even when the pandemic happened, he's like, you must be really sad that you can't party. And I was like, there's so much more to me than just like going out. Yeah. And I finally just That's said just what like- you happen to see. Right. I was like, you're only getting what I choose to post on my Instagram because I don't want to post my personal business, yeah. you know? So I think this is fun, you know? And I post that and I was just kind of like, if you wanted to get to know me, you could. Yeah. I was like, until then, I don't owe you anything. Mm. And then he was like, you know what? You're right, you know? And yeah. I was like- so we've been cool ever since, mm-hmm. but it is, I, I do understand that like, I mean, my Instagram is true. I do party and have a good time, <laughs> life and, you know, yeah. but what I'm saying is like, I'm not like this crazy party person. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much more and, and I feel like you can kind of infer that from my Instagram, mm-hmm. but people are going to think what they're going to think. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and there's nothing wrong with self-expression right. and feeling confident enough to post something in yeah. your speedo. I, I do have to say that as well. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to post it, it's your social media. You can post whatever the hell mm-hmm. you want. Well, you know, 40 years from now, you're going to be real glad that you posted that picture when you look back, <laughs> back at your body and be like, all right, bitch. <laughs> you're like, I looked good. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm still going to look like this. Right. You're like, I'm still going to look. 
good. I'm just saying like sometimes, you know, you, I, I find social media weird because society changes, right? Mm. So things that you post now that are okay may not be okay two years from now, five years mm-hmm. from now, 10 years from now. But with that being said, that's why I pretty much like Instagram because it's less of making these statements, political statements, like Facebook is more of like people will go on their diatribe about X, Y, and Z. First of all, I don't care because mm-hmm. you know my attention span is short. I will not read past two sentences. <laughs> so <laughs> I really truly won't. Yeah. But in most, in general, I love Instagram because it's, pictures and I love a good picture or a good video. Yeah. It's less of people like preaching yeah. about this or that. You know what I mean? Well, so with kind that, of. I, I had a hard time after the, this last year because I'm all about, you know, people putting their, you know, views and beliefs out there and there was a lot going on. So people were definitely posting a lot of things. And, it changed. And, and, yeah. it, and like some of it was, a lot of it was for the good, you know, <clears throat> but then there was also a lot of negative. It was very negative. It was like, I mean, I think in the beginning of this year, I just, I, I did, I kind of took a little bit of a break mm-hmm. as not, you know, super long, but yeah. like probably for like a month. I was like, I can't, I just can't like, I need, I, I'm, it was getting to the point where I would go on Instagram like before bed and I would go to bed in a bad mood because there was just like so many negative things. And like, granted, it, it, it does depend on who you follow and like what, what's going on in the world. And the country was in a bad and state. And the country was in a bad state, but it was just I was in a bad state. And I realized it was making me more of a bad state. Absolutely. You know, and I wanted to see the fun things, but there was nothing fun being shown because nothing, nobody could do those things. And it was just like, it, it was it was a very, it was a mind fuck for yeah. me, you know. It's so important to monitor your mental health as it relates to what you're being, what you're exposing yourself to. Mm-hmm. So if you feel True. like you are getting too much of one thing and it's not positive, then you need to dial it down. Yeah. You need, I mean, we're our own advocates for, you know, our own mental health. So it's, it's true. And if you're like stressed because not enough people liked your post mm-hmm. and things like that, mm-hmm. like you need to pull back. Cause I used to, not that I had that issue, but I, there was a time where I was doing like a day off a week of social media. I was like, no social media day. Um, and I actually need to pull that back into my life. You know, I was mm. doing like Wednesdays. Mm. So I actually need to pull that back in my, okay, I ain't kidding. Let, let me not lie and say I was doing it often, but I only did it like three weeks. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, let me not sit here and lie, yeah. but I was trying yeah. to implement that in my right. life. Cause you're right. Cause when you wake up in the morning, you're like, first thing you do is log on whatever your favorite social it, it media It would put is. me in a foul mood yeah. like right away. And I'm like, I can't. Feel like this now. Granted, I know there's a lot of great things about there are social, amazing social media. Things. I know there's things that you're putting out there that are like good for you mm-hmm. and like what you want to put out there. Yeah, you know, that's helping promote you, and that's great. But there's a lot of people that were not doing those things, and it was just it, it was. I'm like, I shouldn't be starting off my day this way. This is yeah. making this is giving me anxiety. Right. You know, it's putting it's like making me my mood change, which is like crazy because it's literally just like something on your fucking phone, you know? And, and not to mention like the, the mental crap that you can get because you follow certain accounts. And some of those guys that are naked on all their accounts, you start being like, well, shit, mm-hmm. I'm not living up to like yeah, what the I expectations. Need to, right. Yeah. You know? And, and some people are really good at like filtering and, mm 
Photoshopping. And, and you just have to realize that like, not everybody looks like, cause Absolutely. I know right firsthand, there's some people that I know and I see their posts and I'm like, girl, okay, mm. I know what you're doing. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can fall into that trap too, where we you can, just think you're not enough. We can vouch for Drew Boo. We can, we can vouch for Drew <laughs> he, his, his pictures are real. This yeah. is what he really looks like in person. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Right, she got body, yaddy, yaddy. <laughs> No, Drew and me Drew. not knowing how to react to a compliment. <laughs> right, like, hey, he's like, thank I you. Need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> right. He's like, I'm gonna take a break. break. <laughs> no, I just feel like you know, especially as gay men, we we see a lot of skin. We see a lot of. Um, I want to look like that. My body doesn't look like that. I should look like that. Mm. And and a lot of people go down a path of certain things because they're trying to look certain ways. And a lot of that is a lot of the things we see. You know, women have have gone through that as well with like what they see in magazines and mm. all that kinds of stuff. So it can be a slippery slope for some people, you know? So <clears throat> social media can be fantastic. It really can be like when you need to get awareness around for things like BLM and other, you know, stop Asian hate. Mm. And, you know, there's some really good, you know, or if there's a crisis and we all need to come together, it can be fantastic, oh. you know? So there are a lot of really good things about social media. You just have to be careful how you use it. Absolutely. And I think at the core, the reason that I care about social media is that within itself, it's a platform. Mm -hmm. So it's an opportunity to use my voice to advocate for things that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Whether that's fitness, whether that's social rights, whether that's equality. Mm -hmm. So I find that the larger the platform you have, the more people that you're reaching yeah. and the that message. That is true. Yeah. yeah. And like sometimes in order to get that platform, you need to post those traps, bitch. Yeah. No, <laughs> you I do. Mean, it's, a, it's a fact of the matter. Right. People follow more people that put their, no, it's that, true. that physically look good. Yeah. And there's no, you shouldn't, I'm not, okay. you know, there's nothing Except wrong with that. Except for the people that are like, Give to the hunger, and they're like, make it. Oh, like, yeah, it, yeah. You're yeah. like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. don't know if that makes <laughs> right. Yeah. No, but I know what you're saying. It's like even like part of the reason why we started this podcast and we need to promote it more mm-hmm. is because we talk about all kinds of things. Like we have you on here today and we're talking about like the mental aspects, some of the mental aspects of social media, and you never know who's listening because at the end of the day, if you help one person – then you helped somebody. It's very true. And I actually kind of want to touch a little bit on um, when you said you were like diagnosed with anxiety. Mm -hmm. So like, what did did that mean at the time? Were you going through, because I kind of went through the same thing like years ago and I was having panic attacks and it was this whole thing. So like, um, what did that mean for you? So this is associated with a longer story, but I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. So I was involved in this pandemic fling, Mm -hmm. I guess you could call it. It was someone that I had met during COVID and we had gotten really close and things just happened really quickly and feelings got involved and that didn't end up working out. Mm -hmm. And for weeks after the breakup, I guess you could call it, I was just feeling like I was having mini heart attacks every Mm -hmm. single day and I could not kind of diagnose myself what it was. So did a lot of research and hopped on the phone with my PCP and he was like, you know, 
I feel like you're having anxiety attacks or mm-hmm. panic attacks. So he referred me to a therapist, a specialist, and we kind of just talked. And this was the first time that I ever really got to sit down with someone that had no stake in the game, didn't know me outside of, you know, this Zoom call because it was during COVID and there was no judgment. And he just was open ears and we talked about my entire life and my experiences leading up to this experience. And it was very Mm eye-opening because my whole life, like I said earlier, I just thought I was a nervous kid. Mm -hmm. But to know that I had always been struggling with my mental health was enlightening. And it helped me come to terms with a lot of my past experiences and my past traumas and how I reacted previously. So I think for anyone listening, if you're going through something similar and you feel like you can't talk to someone, the my advice would just to be to reach out to a professional because yeah. it's that's what they're there for. That's right. what they're yeah. there and for. And there's nothing to be ashamed about. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. People feel like there's shame mm-hmm. with reaching out to somebody yeah. for whatever reason, for mental illness, yeah. whatever there is, there's, n- there's nothing to be ashamed about. I think there's this taboo associated with talking about your feelings and your mental health that it, sh- it shows that you're weak. Especially and, for a man. Right, mm-hmm. especially for a man. And, and a I, I man. do, mm-hmm. I, I will say that I feel like we are moving in the direction that it is becoming more acceptable it to is. talk about, um, which I'm so happy about because mental health awareness is number one on yeah. my list of passion points. So yeah. whatever I can do to advocate for someone seeking help or reaching out to someone when they feel like they have no one to talk to, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Yeah, it's like, and there's like, Millions of people in the world, like mm-hmm. you, you can talk to somebody. You're yeah. never alone. Someone's you're, gonna help. Be able never to help. The only you know? one. Yeah, never ever. You're never the like, only one. I I definitely I I've gone through anxiety pretty bad in my mm-hmm. past. Like, and I, I never I've I've managed it very well over the past probably like ten years, but before that when it started happening, I didn't understand. Yeah. I was so confused. I was like, why is this happening to me? Like I didn't, I felt like I was dying. You know, I would like lay in bed at night and my heart would just be palpitating and I would just like be breathing. I would like want to throw up and I I didn't know that I was having panic attacks. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking to my dad and my stepmom and I'm like, I feel like something's wrong with me. And I started kind of telling him my symptoms and my stepmom was like, yeah, I think you're having anxiety attacks. The problem with that though is that at the time, I got diagnosed with that. It, they, you know, they give me Xanax mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you could become so dependent on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I hated that. I hate, I felt like I would have anxiety if I went somewhere and I didn't have my Xanax on me because I thought I was going to have a panic attack while I was in public around people. Cause right. it happened to me before I had <laughs> yeah. to leave. I used to work at Walgreens. I had to literally <laughs> leave. I was working at the register at Walgreens. Not at the Walgreens. <laughs> I, I was like the end of the night. I walked back to like, tell my manager that like, I didn't feel okay and I needed to leave. Literally just left the register by itself. And my manager was like, what are you doing back here? And I was like, my face was pale. I couldn't breathe. And I'm like, I need to leave. I need to leave. And I left. And I, you know, I called my cousin and I was, you know, going through it. And it's just like, but it was because I was there and I didn't have my meds, you know? And like, I, you know, I stopped after a couple years of taking them and I I learned how to manage my anxiety and it's hard, you know, like it's really hard for people that struggle with it. They don't, it's like, I'm a very nervous person too. Mm -hmm. I'm a very anxious person. I've always been that way. I feel like I'm always like 
looking ahead, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't ever, it's very hard for me to be present. Yes. And I've been better with it. Mm-hmm. I've like kind of learned, you know, to, to manage things a different way and take some things that are more natural, but you know, it's just, but yeah. And like social media does have a huge part in it too, because like, you know, it gives me anxiety sometimes. But that's probably about, like, why you don't post. Very I know often. it does. I think you really about don't. it. And you I, you and don't it, post very often. I, and I think I kind of give you, I, I do give you props because it's, for somebody who has anxiety to be able to like post something more confidently, that's it. It's it's hard to do, you. you know. Yeah. You know. It so is. like, and I know you want to do it because you want to better yourself, mm-hmm. and like that's and better the world, and like better you know whatever it is. Yeah, that's the hope for yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean to touch on a little bit of what you said, anxiety definitely affects all aspects of my life, and it's kind of our lifelong journey to kind of get to a point where we are in control or have a sense of how we handle mm-hmm. these moments of mental health yeah. breaks, whatever you want to call them, you know, anxiety attacks. So I've kind of leaned on a lot of coping mechanisms like meditation and breathing techniques to that does very important. Yeah. Um, so you need to get some crystals. <laughs> some crystals. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll take you. Yeah. <laughs> some sage. <laughs> right. Love. Yeah. But I mean, socially, professionally, personally, romantically, every aspect of my life, I can you know, there's been moments where anxiety has crept up and I need to meditate or start breathing to kind of get myself out of that state of mind. And it's do important. Do you do yoga? I don't. Yeah. I yeah. probably good. like yoga. Should I don't I, really do it, but I, do I, it I've done it before yeah. and I, it does help. Definitely. It does um, help. Yeah. That's what but people say. I don't know. It does. I, I like it. I don't yeah, bend that way. But. <laughs> well, I don't really either. <laughs> yeah, but you won't ever if you don't do it. Gotcha. You know, you got you to do it to get better at it anything right you will get better if you actually just start um there's a guy oh what's his name i can't think of his name but there's a guy that at tim sinesi that's he's this guy on youtube and he does a lot of yoga for different levels and and i started doing yoga during the pandemic like i would play in and out of it before but i really needed something to center me before I was starting my work days because I was kind of going through it. Like when the pandemic first started, like everybody else, I was, I was in a mental state and I'm not typically one to be in the mental state, but I was, everybody went through their own version of really of mental. It's true. But yoga helped me. I would get up every morning and I would put this guy on YouTube and, um, I would, be dedicated and I remember I told you I was like I'm starting this yoga I'm start stretching every morning I mm. stretch every I still do the stretching every day mm. um but it helps because it's that time that you just well and it's all to, like both stretching and yoga kind of go hand in hand and they're, they're yeah. a lot about breathing yeah yeah and when you focus on your breathing it's like it really helps you with anxiety yeah. <laughs> you know so yeah and and I feel I needed it and and I actually like I've been stretching every day, but I've started the yoga again. Cause mm-hmm. it's just to start that day off with the centering. Mm-hmm. Like even if you, you do it silently or you put on some slow music. Mm-hmm. I used to put on some Sade and get my yoga on get sometimes. It. I, but it, I found it very helpful, mm-hmm. you know, just a center. Cause sometimes yeah. like 
you just need something to pull you in. Just like I was joking about you being in a bad mood. I was joking about that because I was the same way the other day. Mm -hmm. I was just in such a foul mood for no reason. Mm -hmm. And I knew I needed to pull myself out of it. Like I literally called my mom to talk to like help me because I knew I was in a mood and I knew I needed to present myself better, Mm -hmm. you know, in that day. And I, I just knew and I needed to pull, you know, sometimes you get there and you can't pull yourself out yeah, of it. Yeah, you're just no. like, you feel like you're drowning. Almost. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I feel like it, it's it's very hard when that happens because you just, it's like you get mad at yourself. Because you recognize Because you're like, I know that you this, like, I'm it. not being like, I'm being a bitch or I'm being yeah. whatever it is yeah. because I'm affected by my anxiety or whatever that's like bothering me right now. Mm-hmm. And I can't. No, there's times that like I think meditating actually is a really good thing to do. Um, I, I haven't done it in a while, but I, the, for a while I was I would wake up and I would meditate even just for like ten minutes. Yeah. You don't have just, to do it. A, you don't have to do it. It's a, a little time. hard sometimes. I want to fall back asleep, but but if you're like you start your day and you try to do it that way, like it's and you just focus on your breathing because when, yeah. when when it comes down to it, all the things that we have anxiety about, all the things that are on social media, all the things that like surround us that could put negative energy into our lives. Like it really aren't that big of a deal. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? In the grand like, scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things. The things that bother you on a daily basis aren't that big of a deal. Yeah. I, I, totally. It's like sometimes <laughs> when I'm like stressing over certain things, like I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're literally stressing over cause you want to go buy X, Y, and Z. <laughs> and that is not a problem. Yeah. Is, <laughs> like, or even if your boss said something, you know, that right, you off, or, or even something. if someone said something mm-hmm. or your friend did something like, right. It's all not that big in the deal. bigger scheme of yeah. things. Right. Let's yeah. yeah. It's right. like, there's a way to approach it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and it be healthy and not Absolutely. not affect you yeah. that much, but it, but it's, but it's hard. Emotions are a thing They're that hard. just take over. You know, it's like you can't really help it. It's like what the hell is this thing inside me that it's just like just it's not a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why isn't it? I'm like why why am I feeling like this and it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all nasty. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I went there. Well, with that being I know, said, I, feel like I don't even know where to go anymore. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, we should wrap it up because we're going to be right. going a whole nother direction. Well, just know that there's help. <laughs> yes. That's all I can yes. say. I wish I had like a number or something to give you, but maybe we'll post something on, yeah. the, um, on our on um, Not Instagram. my phone number, bitch. We'll post something, right. We'll post we'll something post on the Instagram. <laughs> uh, look, go to social media. <laughs> We have our podcast. You want right. to give us your story on there? Definitely. Come yeah. on. So many hotlines, so many helplines. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's so many. I mean, you just mm-hmm. Google. You can literally Google search any, anything. Yeah. Anything you want to find, there's help out there for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. I, I think we should get into our final segment. Ma'am, what, what do, do you, you think? think? Okay, so Drew Voo. Drew mm. Voo. <laughs> We're gonna. I'm gonna always call you that. Now. I know. Um, I I've never really. That's called my name. You, I know, but like I never called you by your like, last that's name. My name too. don't wear it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, every time I see you, I'm gonna say Drew Voo. Please. Um, we're gonna play, ma'am. What do you think? It's just a little. You know, we picked a card. We're gonna say what do you think about it. Okay. We're gonna answer first, and then Stephen and I will follow. Yeah, you go first. Okay. Yeah, the guests always go. Got there. it. Ladies first. <laughs> So, ma'am, what do you think about watching porn on a work computer? <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe this as is someone a that question. has to VPN into my company's network, 
to be able to use my computer, that is an automatic no Mm -hmm. in my book. But under other circumstances where your network isn't tied to a larger corporations and (laughs) it's the last resort and you got to- last resort. How is it ever a last resort? (laughs) (laughs) And you got to do what you got to do. Hey, I- I'm a proponent <laughs> proponent of, you know, getting the job done. So yeah. I think it depends on your circumstance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Steven? It's a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard stories about people who get caught watching porn on their work computers, and I work off of a laptop. I feel bad enough when I go and, like, slick it up or something. Not Yeah, slick it up, like, looking for, like, like yeah. costumes and shit <laughs> on my, work, my computer for work. I'm like, I mean, it is apparel, but... Mm, I'm gonna say no because I'm too afraid of of like even though I don't think they would ever check, but you just never know. Yeah. If somebody's looking for a reason to fire mm, your ass, mm, that'll be yeah. it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that it, no. No. You what I mean, why would you do that? Why would you just pull your phone out? That's what I was gonna right. say. I was like, I was my answer is no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just listening, but I um, no. I, I don't need a VPN to be on my computer, but right. It's just, it would be weird. Um, right? I need a VPN to access certain systems on my computer, but same. I I just, just use my phone. Yeah. I right. feel like it's just easier. It would like, be I, like, like, even just pulling out my personal laptop, I'm like, hold on, I'm going to, like, it's just a fucking pull up. Like, my know, phone is right here. So, it's like, yeah. it's just easier. I can, like, put it to my TV. You I know? know, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> I used to use my. I mean, um, Apple TV, bitch. I used to use my. Um, I love it. My um, iPad, but then like your wrist start hurting. No. Holding it. <laughs> you need to get one of those holders. She was setting it up on like a water bottle, something to prep it up. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm saying when I'm in bed, girl, because yeah. you know, but I'm like, but now my wrist hurt from holding it. And <laughs> you got a baking sheet. <laughs> you just got to find that happy medium. Your phone's so much easier. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's the only reason why you use Twitter these but days. But like if your phone's dead and yeah. I don't know, I was talking about in, you know, th- a last like resort. A, like really got to watch the porn really, right now. The phone is dead. You really got to someone off. else's house. <laughs> you just like, yeah, you've had a long day. Uh, All oh your electronics God. are dead except your work computer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, all hopefully right. no one from work listens. Well, if they do, we don't watch porn on okay, your computers. Exactly. All right, the answer is right. no. Yeah, so if you listen, that's you bad. Know. Yeah. yeah, we definitely don't do that. Yeah. Well. But anywho, um, I'm so glad you came on. I'm so glad you guys invited me. Yeah. Yeah. This was, it was really fantastic. We, we kind of talked time. about it for a while. We're mm-hmm. like, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. stumbled upon your guys' podcast like kind of accidentally, and I was like, oh. I Did you it. really? Not accidentally. I mean, like, I followed you guys on social media. Oh, I'm like, like <laughs> stalked you guys. Like, How? <laughs> stalked you guys, and I was like, oh, I'm a little bit obsessed. <laughs> I, was, I just find myself listening to you guys when I'm on a walk or I love that. Working, Aww. yeah. I love that. Now I'm, I'm a part of it. Yeah, I love that journey. Well, for you're, all of us. Yeah. this is one of probably many more for you to come be. Yeah, yeah. would love just to. Fun. Yeah, we we don't, you never know just what like topic we're going to bring. Recurring up. guest set yeah. segment. Yeah. No, we we love that. <laughs> Trust me. Our other guests are like they said the same thing, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I've only been on once. <laughs> I was a one and done too. <laughs> but things are opening. We're doing things. We're going to have more things to say. Yeah, so you yes. never know. Yeah, definitely. But like for people who are listening, like where where should they follow you or 
email you or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> email you. Where should they send you a fax? Yeah. No, probably not email. Right. It's probably just Instagram. So Instagram and Twitter are Drew underscore Vu. So that's D-R-U underscore V-U. But you um, don't Twitter though. Um, I do. Do you? I, I'm not, I don't have many interesting things to say. So I usually just post the photos that I post for my Instagram <laughs> yeah. on my okay. Twitter. Okay. So I guess one or the other is fine. But yeah, exciting things coming up in the works pretty soon that I am looking forward to announcing. I can't say too much at the moment, but yeah, stay tuned on the socials and yeah. you guys will know more. You guys follow him. He does have some good stuff coming up. The things that we kind of might know and mm-hmm. and then there's even more, I'm sure. Yeah, for so. sure. And then also um, follow us. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> yes, you know, please. If you're going to follow him, fucking follow us. I bitches. know, right? Get um, it together. Adam and Steve podcast. Yep. Um, or me at Admin2005, Steven. And me at Green Eye Steve. Yes. Um, thank you all for listening for, you know, our with our episode with Drew and social media and all this stuff, you know. And... Um, Okay, until next time, remember that God made Adam and Eve, but he also made... Adam and Steve. Any problems? Pray Pray about about it. it.